Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Time for School, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. And I'm going to, and I swear she said this, I'm going to flush you down the toilet at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. Class is in. Rock School Radio Show on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are? Bonnie Gregoire. Do I sound okay? Do no. I sound a little bit sick? A little stuffy in the nose? I think you got my stuff. I know. Whatever you had, you gave to me. You're making <laughs> people sick for two now. So, And how does the virus know? How does it know to make you feel just fine while you're at work? Then mm-hmm. Friday night, you dive off a cliff. And then Sunday night, you're fine again. So you can go back to work now. Oh, yeah. Hate that. Hate that to death. <laughs> I have a show today... That is not a lot of laughter and not a lot of giggling, not a lot of joking. However, I've I've been looking for a reason. Let me tell you where this came from. Mm -hmm. I've been looking for a reason to play Glenn Campbell's song, I'm Not Gonna Miss You. Do you know the song? Have you heard it? I could not get through it because I cried so much. Yeah, it, it will break your heart. Glenn Campbell, if you don't know, was officially diagnosed with Alzheimer's in 2011. And has been on a final tour or has just finished a final tour. Oh, okay. He's been using teleprompters. He has been on stage with members of his family. Mm-hmm. His wife of 30 years and he, in one of his, as he calls the moment of clarity, wrote a song called I'm Not Gonna Miss You. Yeah, I had to read the lyrics and... Oh, that was so rough. It's 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 just that. You know, mm-hmm. I won't be here, but I'm not going to miss you because... I won't know. Right. I, I just won't know. I will have Alzheimer's. And he's getting, as the disease does, progressively and progressively inside of his world and is less and less knowing mm-hmm. what's going on around. And it's it's... I don't know that any one case of Alzheimer's is worse than another, but, I mean, we're talking about a man who in, in 1967 won four Grammys. That's, that's not been done mm-hmm. before. Two in country, two in pop. He was part of the wrecking crew and has played with, I mean, goodness, Bobby Darin, Ricky Nelson, Dean Martin, Phil Spector, Elvis Presley, Jan and Dean, and most famously with the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. So this is a guy who has made his mark. And... I was looking for a reason. This is the problem with the show. People send me music all the time and they say, how about playing this? The problem is I can't just play a song. Right. The song has to go to the topic of the show. Mm-hmm. You know. And I thought about having a show where, okay, here's just some new music. What do you think? Uh, I know, but it doesn't go to the topic of the show. So, so I know it's taking me a while to explain this. Mm-hmm. Someone else then sends me a uh, an article on the website cracked.com mm-hmm. that is a series of songs by artists who were dying who who wrote a song that said goodbye. Uh. I'm passing away. This is my last hurrah. Mm-hmm. So I've taken the Glenn Campbell song. He's not obviously dying. 
but he's he's going away. Right. So I'm going to start with the Glenn Campbell song, and then I'm going to play for you other songs from artists who knew the end was near mm-hmm. and decided to use a a song to say, "Don't worry about me." Yeah. Or goodbye. I think that's pretty cool, though. And I think I just think we should take some time to do that. And I guess it's not going to be a happy one, but if you can get through it, Glenn Campbell, I'm not going to miss you because of his uh, Alzheimer's diagnosis. And it sounds like this on Rock School. I'm still here, but yet I'm gone. Coming out of Glen Campbell, I'm not going to miss you. Did you get through it? Are you still with us? I closed my ears. Oh, I played it for my wife and she cried. I uh, mean, yeah. It about half killed her because it's the truth. I, it I'm, is. I'm not going to miss you. Mm-hmm. He won't remember. Warren Zevon. Mm-hmm. Warren Zevon is no longer with us. He was diagnosed in 2002 with mesothelioma. Okay. That is the lung disease you receive with exposure to asbestos. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how he was exposed to asbestos. Um, did not look it up online. Just accept. Okay. Mesothelioma. He decided to take the remaining time. He knew it was over. Mm-hmm. He decided to take his remaining time. And for his final album, he penned a song for his wife called Keep Me In Your Heart for a while. Okay. And if you know anything about Warren Zevon's music, it's it's usually you know, rather intricate. I mean, Werewolves of London is a pretty cool tune. Oh, yeah. You know, it's got a couple of guitars, piano, drums. I mean, it's it's just not, okay, doot, 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 and be done. Right. This is really a, a nice, calm wish, simple, heartbreaking, I'm, I'm leaving. And there's something to being able to, as an artist, you know, have the outlet to say, it, it's coming to an end. I know it's coming to an end. Mm-hmm. And if you can... You know, I know life has to go on, but just keep me in your heart for a while. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to, you know, trying to break you down today. But at some point in time, these artists went out of their way to use their talent to say goodbye. And I just thought it would be a good reason to play them all. That's so, a good legacy. It's Warren Zevon. Keep me in your heart for a while here on Rock School. Shadows are falling and I'm running out of breath. Keep me in your heart for a while. If I leave Keep me in your heart for a while Out of Warren Zevon, keeping your heart for a while. Let's talk Freddie Mercury. Mm -hmm. Now, Freddie Mercury, upon being diagnosed with HIV, did a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was he was quite active. He did oh, yeah. not step aside. The song that I was going to play for you, that I am going to play for you, uh, is one of a few you could have chosen. In fact, there was an entire album put together called Innuendo. Huh. And if you wish to pick a song from Innuendo, and those of you who are also screaming, what about Made in Heaven? I'll get to it. Hang on one second. <laughs> 
The song from Innuendo that you should look at in terms of Freddie Mercury basically giving the finger to death is The Show Must Go On. I just recently learned that, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, just yeah. recently. And you can hear he's still in strong voice mm-hmm. the whole way through it. It's it's amazing. There's there's so many stories of him throughout his career you know, with such an operatic voice. And he did sing opera. At one point in time. Oh, sure. Sang with a renowned opera singer. And he would say, you know, somebody would say, you know, this is such a hard opera line or this is such a hard line to sing. And he had a line where he would say, I can sing it, darling. (laughs) And would. He was just given that gift to be able to do that. Well, Mercury knew his life was at an end, obviously. Mm -hmm. And you could see it. He he didn't, again, so much shy from the spotlight. But pictures were taken of him. Right. When you could see the weight loss and such. The album Innuendo was created and it finished with the show Must Go On. And again, it, it ends the album and it's a giant middle finger to death. Mm-hmm. We're, they're going to go on. I won't, but they're going to go on. So that's the one we're going to play. The show must go on. But there is another album called Made in Heaven and okay. it was released after Mercury's death. And there's a song called Mother Love, which I also debated whether to play where mercury is on the first part of the song Mm -hmm. and then brian may finishes it because mercury was not around to finish it oh wow so which one do you play well Mm -hmm. i'm going to play the one that mercury completed right so if you wish and it's entirely possible many times at the end of the show we end a little bit early just to make time Mm -hmm. and uh, i may throw mother love in right at the end to make time but uh, if you don't hear it at the end of the show make a point of going and listening to mother love um, so you should have both of them under your belt and uh, the entire innuendo album by the way is wonderful so for freddie mercury the show must go on here in rock school Coming into the first break here on Rock School out of uh, Freddie Mercury. So we're not going to play a song for this. So I'll just ask you, uh, in terms of all of this, we're talking about death. You and uh, you and the hubby have a living will? No, we oh, don't. Oh, you don't? We oh, have kind haven't? of a general idea. I think we, have, we know the songs that we want to play at our funeral more than anything else. Really? Yes. I have not done that. Oh, we have it all on. Really? Out. Do you mind telling me what song do you want played? Uh, Just Breathe. By Pearl Jam. Have you oh, ever okay. listened to oh, it? Of course. Oh, yeah. I know it very well. Yeah, that's mine. And then Rusty has a Beatles song. Um, I can't remember what it is right oh, now. Oh, God. Well, I hope you remember it in oh, well. case something oh, yeah. happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not like the Beatles have a low, you know, low number of songs <laughs> in their catalog. <laughs> oh, wow. No, no. I have to think of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we don't have anything like that. My wife and I, uh, all we have in our, our living will is how the money will be distributed to the kids, who the godparents are, and then the fact that we'll be cremated. Right. And where we want our ashes to go. And she's very specific. Me, on the other <laughs> hand, I, I could care less. I'm of the opinion when it's over, it's over. And that's that. The right. body's gone. Who cares? And I simply said, whoever's left behind, just think of a nice place and, you know, take them there. Right. And, and get rid of them. That, yeah. That's fine. You know, I, I don't want a grave. I don't want to take up land. I don't want anything that, like that. That's me. That's right. You don't, I don't need a gravestone. That, mm-hmm. That's fine. When it's over, it's over. Fine. You know, everybody, you know, cry a little bit and then we're done. Exactly. Uh, 
the thing was, my wife, if I can add any levity to this show, my wife said to me, well, if it was up to me, if, if I outlive you, which I will, she's positive she will, because <laughs> apparently women outlive men. Uh-huh. She said, I'm taking you back to Cleveland and I'm going to, and I swear she said this, I'm going to flush you down the toilet at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. That's, that's so, great. She said, so you'll forever be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. And I said, well, Tammy, that's my wife's name. You realize that does not put me in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That puts me in the Cleveland sewer system. That's so she funny. says, well, you're from Cleveland. Uh-huh. I said, yeah, but let me give you a couple different places in the city. You can put me rather than down the toilet at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm. So that's that's what she thinks is going to happen to that's me. Funny. So KSCL Shreveport, Louisiana. Thanks for listening to the radio show. Sorry for a downer, but I think it's something uh, it needs to be addressed. Go ahead. KFOK in Sacramento, California. Which which is, which is a fun set of call letters, no matter how you look at oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's right. Be back in a minute here on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, Joey Ramone. Mm-hmm. Joey Ramone, lead singer of the Ramones. He released a solo album. Really? Obviously put out a whole bunch of albums with the Ramones. Mm-hmm. But in 2002, a solo album was released called Don't Worry About Me. Okay. So what? Well, he died in 2001. Oh. Right. So it was a posthumous release. Um, the guy who produced it was Daniel Ray, who was a producer of the Ramones, also did a lot of the guitar work on the album. Mm-hmm. If you know anything about Joey Ramone, you know that he died in 2001 and he died of lymphoma. Okay. So if you do the mathematics of it all, mm-hmm. don't worry about me has to be a concept of I know it's coming to an end. Right. That's, I don't know how else to interpret it. It's mm-hmm. at the time of the recording and such would have been the question of, I know it is, you know, the end is nigh and such. Hmm. Uh, it includes a couple of covers. What a Wonderful World is one that gets played all the time. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's actually a very good cover, too. He died of lymphoma, as I said, at New York Presbyterian Hospital, April 15th, 2001, after a seven-year battle. And this is only what people stated. He was listening to the song In a Little While by U2 when he died. So, neat piece of trivia, but that's about it. So, Joey Ramone, don't worry about me. I don't know how else to interpret that song and what it's saying. So, sounds like this on Rock School. Don't worry about me. Coming out of Joey Ramone, you you asked who decides when a song gets put out posthumously. Exactly, because in this case, it seems like he was doing the album to release after. That's what I would think. There's mm-hmm. there's that decision. I'm I'm creating an album and mm-hmm. would put it out. Then you have the albums that are being created, and the person dies during the album. Say Janis Joplin, right? 
then I would assume you have that the record company decides that something can be made off of them. Oh, uh, yeah. More records were released by Jim Croce or were sold, more sold after he died by Jim Croce. Really? So, yeah, a bigger, a bigger artist after he passed away. Uh, also, think of Jimi Hendrix. He had a huge stash of music mm-hmm. ready to go. He was tremendously prolific. Mm-hmm. He was one of those guys, roll tape, and before yep. the tape was over, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a craftsman as it came out of his fingers. So I think there's a, a lot of things that go into it. Mm-hmm. How popular the star was, right. you know, how how important the, the passing was. I, they're macabre things to think about, Yeah, but... If one of your favorite artists right now, if Everclear, mm-hmm. the band Everclear, for some reason was was taken away, uh-huh. would you not want to hear, as big their a fan as you piece. are, their last pieces or what have you, their, all of their outtakes, all of the pieces that were in in progress? Right. Would you yeah. not want to hear that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and fans do want to hear that, and it, it depends. Which leads me to this, George Harrison, mm-hmm. Stuck Inside a Cloud. George Harrison was diagnosed with throat cancer in 1997. Okay. He was a lifelong smoker, mm-hmm. okay, and a Hindu. That was his religion. Okay. So death to him was not the end of anything. Ah. Death to him was this process. Mm-hmm. It was just the next step. It was part of what you went through. Okay. It was not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm done. That's right. that. To him, it was just going through it. Diagnosed with throat cancer... Uh, in 1997, and although they, the doctors, mm-hmm. that's that's the only thing I can think they means, thought that it was successfully treated, the cancer spread to his lungs, ultimately to his brain, and he passes in November of 2001. The album, Brainwashed, mm-hmm. was put out after his death. It was produced by his son, which I believe is pronounced Donnie, D-H-A-N-I. That's his son, and okay. Jeff Lynn from polished demos that Harrison had been recording the years before his death, featuring Stuck Inside of a Cloud, which was all about smoking uh-huh. and what it did to him. Huh. But he looked at death a little differently exactly. than other people. So, But still, it was a statement about, well, darn it, I did this to myself. Oh. Wish I hadn't, but he did. Exactly. So, it's George Harrison, Stuck Inside a Cloud, here on Rock School. Coming out of George Harrison, Stuck Inside a Cloud here on the Rock School Radio Show. We're talking about songs where artists said, you know, drop dead, death, and they wrote a song about it. Mm -hmm. And were able to leave behind a legacy specifically with a song about their passing. At the end of this break, we're going to play a song that's kind of tangential to this, whereas the artist who's written the song has not written about himself, but rather his father. So we'll get to that after this. But first, I'm Joe Burns. You are... Monique Gregoire. And these are the rock and roll dates. Seven days, 70 seconds, November 3rd, all the way through November 9th. Let's see if we can get through it. 
What's on Monday, Monique? November 3rd, 1972, James Taylor and Carly Simon were married by a judge in Simon's Manhattan apartment, beginning their 11-year marriage. And November 4th, 1977, The Last Waltz, the movie of the band's final concert, premiered in New York. November 5th, 1988, The Locomotion became the first song to reach the top U.S. Top 5 in three different versions. <sighs> three different versions. Uh, Little Eva. Mm-hmm. Grand Funk Railroad. Oh, yeah. Kylie Minogue. There you go. Thank you. Uh, November 6, 1982, Soft Cell's Tainted Love achieves the longest unbroken run on the UK chart when it logs its 43rd week in the top 100. Still a good song. It is? Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> okay, go ahead. November 7th, 1974, Ted Nugent won a national squirrel shooting contest after picking off a squirrel at 150 yards. The heavy metal guitarist also shot dead 27 other animals during the three-day event. Hey, you got to kill it before you grill it. It's got to be a record. Huh? It has to. November 8th, 1969, Something, the first Beatles A-side composed by George Harrison, enters, enters the UK singles chart, peaks out at number four in the UK, goes on to be a number one in the U.S. And finally, November 9th, 1955, the Everly Brothers make their first studio recordings, cutting four tracks in 22 minutes. That sounds like another record. It it does. At Nashville's Old Tulane Hotel Studios. And there's seven days in 70 seconds. Moving on with the topic. The Verb. From 1977. The Drugs Don't Work. Okay. So many people think this is about the excesses of the road and things like that. Mm-hmm. Verve lead singer Richard Ashcroft wrote this song. It tackles the problems of watching his father passing of cancer hmm. when he was a young boy. Now, I have here when he was 11. Okay. I have to take that with a grain of salt because I pulled it off of one of my favorite fact sites, Song Facts. So I have to take it with a grain of salt. Uh, The drugs given to his father were simply no longer working. Interestingly enough, the song was released the day after Princess Diana's death. You would think they would have pulled it back, but I'm sure there's a machine in place Mm -hmm. and the song got released. Until Elton John played his reworked version of Candle in the Wind at her Mm -hmm. funeral, The Drugs Don't Work was the song that the UK grabbed onto to represent their grief. Really? And how they felt at the death of, you know, their queen. Right. Princess Diana. So, it's the verb. The drugs don't work from 1997 here in Rock School. All this talk of getting on It's getting me down my out of the verve not the verve pipe right yeah you were asking me off air is this the band that did uh, we were the only freshmen mm-hmm. yeah the freshmen now it's the verve pipe okay. one's a brit band one's an american band oh. so and you said would you play that a whole lot on your freshman trip oh yeah my yeah. senior trip sure oh was your senior trip yeah because we were gonna be freshmen in college. oh that's right you're gonna be freshmen again in college mm-hmm. okay moving on with the topic this again may be a song that is more tangential to the topic, but I don't think as much as the verve. Johnny Cash redoing the song Hurt by yes. Nine Inch Nails. Yes. The song, obviously it's a remake, mm-hmm. but when you watch Johnny Cash doing it, you can see, the, and, and I'm every so often I get a song that I personally cannot in my own mind 
separate from its video. Okay. Right. Well, I, I, Makes I, sense. When I listen to the song, my mind immediately goes to the video of Cash singing Hurt. And the reason I also think that the song was being done to sum up a life at its end mm-hmm. uh, was because you had June Carter Cash, his wife. Do you remember her sitting watching him sing this singing this crying in the background of the video watch the video yeah i'm gonna have to i know the song but i don't right. think i've ever watched the video i don't know why in my brain it won't separate hmm. but the two of them go together and you can see her there she passes before he does right it's months before he does it it's a it's a great version of it it was so out of the blue when it happened. Mm-hmm. Now, he was he was doing remakes. Right. I mean, you know, God's Gonna Cut You Down is not an original by him. It's a, it's a gospel song. Mm-hmm. So he was doing remakes. But you heard, and I remember hearing, Johnny Cash did a Nine Inch Nails. And what I'm thinking is, <laughs> what? Because I'm, I'm expecting... Right. And then I hear the song, and you start to put it together in your head. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hurt myself today to see if I still you know feel oh it's not because of this or that it's because of age mm-hmm. am i still here oh now i get it okay johnny cash hurt here in rock school i hurt myself today to see if i still feel i will keep myself I would find a way. Here's a song we're not going to play. Do you know the song by Terry Jacks? We had joy, we had fun, oh, we yeah. had seasons in the sun. Mm-hmm. Can you get through that song? Uh, I don't yeah. know that I've ever tried to. Okay, it kind of <laughs> makes people feel bad. It gets a lot of heck because a lot of people think that it's a little too cutesy to the original Mm-hmm. It's, and I'm thinking it's all about death and dying while birds are singing in the sky. <laughs> well, yeah, the original. And here's something. If you're looking for something to listen to that, that might not be as morbid, there's a song by Jacques Brel named Le Moribond. It's in French. That's the original of Seasons in the Sun. Okay. And if you want to go take a listen to it, you can find it all over YouTube. Mm-hmm. That song then was redone by the Kingston Trio as Seasons in the Sun. If you'd like to hear what okay. the original version was, the the Kingston Trio takes the song by Jacques Brel and does as close to a English translation as you can get. Because okay. if you remember the Terry Jack song, it sounds to me like either a boyfriend or a girlfriend talking to their significant other, maybe mm-hmm. a husband-wife talking to the significant other. It's hard to die. That's not what the original song was all about. Okay. The original French language song was about a husband giving backhanded farewells to his wife who was with an adulterous lover, a priest he disagreed with, while basically saying there should be singing and dancing at my funeral because I'm the guy that didn't do anything wrong. You all are bad people, and I'm the guy who didn't do anything wrong, and here I'm the guy who's dying. And he's not saying goodbye so much to his wife or what have you, but he's saying goodbye to a friend. Okay. So that's what the song is. And then Terry Jacks takes it and turns it into something a little more cute. So if you want to listen to it, (laughs) 
Le Moribond, M-O-R-I-B-O-N-D, by Jacques Brel. Mm -hmm. Then listen to the Kingston Trio's Seasons in the Sun. That's the, again, you can't always get a perfect translation because of the way language works. Right. And then listen to Terry Jacks, and you'll shake your head and go, where did this come from? (laughs) That's that's the story of that one. So Radio Universidad Salamanca, Spain. Thanks for running the radio show. W-O-U-B, Athens, Ohio. Superb. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Okay, we did this off air. Coming out of the break. We did this off air. Do you have a song? I'll just ask this of the audience and I'll ask you. Okay. Do you have a song that's so sad you won't listen to it? It has such an effect on you, you refuse to listen to it the whole way through. I do. Mm-hmm. Do you? I do. What's, I do. What song will you not listen to? It's a country song. It's an old country. Conway Twitty, That's My Job. You won't listen to it? I, I try and I can never yeah. get through it without just bawling. My wife, Speaking of country, my wife has a very hard time getting through He Stopped Loving Her Today. Oh, yeah. I think it's George Jones. I think it is. That sang it. I won't listen to Gilbert O'Sullivan's Alone Again Naturally. I played for you clips yeah, of it, and it yeah. was starting to bug me. I have to listen to the whole thing, because oh, that's that it's pretty depressing. drives me crazy. It just, I mean, because he talks about killing himself at the beginning, and you think, why would you kill yourself? And then he tells the story. Okay, right. go ahead. Up the tree, go ahead, or up the tower. That's Within he, the first, like, two minutes. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're ready. You know, I agree. Uh, here's another one. Skeeter Davis. This is our last break, by the way. Skeeter Davis, End of the World from 1962. Skeeter Davis was a country singer. Uh, she didn't write the song. The song was written by Arthur Kent and Sylvia D. Sylvia D. wrote the song during uh, her father's passing. The song is called End of the World. And when Skeeter Davis sings it, uh, she, it sounds like she's talking about uh, a lover. You know, mm. I can't live without your love and such, but actually Sylvia D was writing the song during her father's passing. Yeah. So, and the one we're going to end on, do you know anything about the teddy bears? I Have don't. you heard of the teddy bears? I've never heard of them. The teddy bears was Phil Spector's first vocal group. Really? Okay. Right. Phil Spector was actually a part of it. He was 17 years old when he wrote a song called To Know Him Is To Love Him. And you may even know the chorus. To know, know, know him is to love, love, love him. And I do, and I do, and I do. Okay. Spectre was inspired to write the song in 1958 by a photograph on his father's tombstone. Huh. Right. Now, he didn't know his father very well, didn't get along. Mm -hmm. The tombstone stated, to have known him was to have loved him. Well, Spectre, ever concerning himself with music, Mm -hmm. rewrote it to match a song of the day when the red red robin goes bob bob bobbing along okay no 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 him is to love 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 him and i do and i do so he equated it with that rhythm and sound and it became the teddy bear's first hit and of course phil specter's first hit interestingly enough that's what brings phil specter into the music business so we'll finish up on the teddy bears so a little more happy next week ladies and gentlemen but i wanted to get those songs out especially the glenn campbell song so I'm Joe Burns. You are Monique Gregoire. That'll do it. Class is dismissed. No.